You ready? Or you need some more time? Cause we the people are still here in the rear, yo. We don't need you. You ain't a killing off good young Let's nigga. Go. When we get hungry, eat the You are in the right place. <laughs> yeah, man, we coming in with, with some high energy, you know. Um, we've been going for a little minute, you know, we've been having our own personal challenges and trying to reformat the podcast so we can give y'all the best content possible and uh i'm excited to be back this is um <laughs> yeah so uh yeah man what's been good with you not a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i managed to uh tear my other achilles so dealing with that has been just just a blast uh, but I, I ain't gonna hold y'all on that uh, shoot, those of y'all that been here for a minute, appreciate y'all because the uh, Rome Flynn interview went live and y'all pushed it, so we appreciate that. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, let being defeat be defeat. There's a lot of good things in the works, so you know, but been busy, uh, moving soon, so getting ready with all that as best as I can help with being on one leg. Um, yeah man just grinding uh got a trip coming up soon so working 60 plus hour weeks fucking place q spaceships but yeah working hard um saving up moving blah 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 what you been on man um you know it's been interesting since the rome flynn interview i feel like i've like had a whole up and down in emotions and just trying to get my shit together and you know, struggling with being an artist, being an entrepreneur, what's more important this month? Um, you know, trying to make a movie. What do you call that shit? Imposter syndrome. Um, having, you know, conversations with my therapist and sometimes feeling like. <laughs> I've been having this thing with my therapist where on one hand. He confirms things that I think are true. And uh-huh. things that I think are right. But then mm. on the other hand, it also feels like he's a yes man. Mm. And so, and this is just me being transparent because I'm a little lit. Um, I feel like in relationships, <laughs> my significant other always feels like I need more mental assistance or like guidance or like working through stuff, mm. which is fine. But then I go get it and they're like, oh, no, you're you seem like you got your shit together. <laughs> and so it kind of creates this weird dichotomy in me where I'm like, am I performing? Am I the villain and like subconsciously passing the test and then mm. going back and being the villain? Or are these motherfuckers crazy? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so I, will, um, I, I don't have your answer, but I will say uh it's better to have positive outlets than not, though. Like, yeah, while you are well adjusted, because there's a lot of people with no outlet or um, unhealthy ones. So, yeah, I respect. Um, 
But no, so um, I kind of been contemplating like getting rid of him and uh, finding a new therapist. But like the last couple of weeks, he's been on. Like I feel like he's been challenging me in a way I think a therapist should. Mm-hmm. And um, we spent a whole session on like me being a filmmaker, which was super unexpected. Like mm-hmm. I was like dropping it in, and you know trying to explain one thing, and he was like, "Well, hold on, tell me more about this movie you've been struggling with." And then working through the movie, he gave me some advice, and I feel like. After that, I got that advice and like he gave me some mantras and shit. I feel like I just been on this high of like productivity and like positivity. And so, um, you know, I think we look at Hollywood and mental health and like therapy and healing and we got like this just go and it's going to be seamless and Mm. 12 step program. And it's like, nah, like it's not always that smooth. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I don't really have any complaints, man. Work is good, um, and life is good. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm happy to hear yeah. it. I haven't heard much because I know you've just been busy. So, this was yeah, I've been partly. Yeah, the first I, I'm I hearing of it too. I was like, we haven't even been talking much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's. I think that's as personal as I'm gonna get today. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good enough for now. Um, but yeah, as far as music, uh, oh, shout out to Cartridge. Uh, I went up to, it's a music and gaming thing in Atlanta. It's kind of small, um, and I went there and there's a lot of like dope DJs and stuff, and so a lot of cool like mixes and intersectionality between like like one DJ. Uh, she literally just played the whole intro to Inuasha, which to me was a bit underwhelming. I'm like, damn, you couldn't add no drums in this shit. But everybody <laughs> else was vibing with it, and everybody knew everybody, so it was like still kind of cool. Um, and yeah, I met another fellow podcaster who, you know, listening to their shit kind of recharged me in another way, and um. So we'll probably do some collaboration soon at some point. Um, but yeah, staying on music. Um, it's been a good couple of well, shit. February. It's been a good month and a half of shit that I feel like I've stumbled across. Um, nice. The first artist that I think I want to play is a uh, remnant of Kenny Mason. Mm. Uh, at least this song. His name is Snot. I actually remember playing him probably in one of our first 20 podcasts. Isn't uh Yeah, that it's Snot. Right. Yeah, with a dollar sign. Yeah. And the song is called Go and it's from his project Ethereal. Um and I like this song just because it it I feel like it embodies everything that we are about on this podcast like mm. black alternative different shit like you don't have to fucking go on tour with three days grace to know like you know what i mean but it's just like pulling from a lot of different places so um yeah i'm gonna just play this shit all right yeah yeah let's go 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 yeah Go, go, yeah, yeah, 
niggas. I don't give a fuck about bitches. Put him in the bag, never down in the river. That's my bro, he a killer. Coming out of jungle with gorillas. This a black master, nigga. Give me everything, this is stick up. Stick him, kill him. Do what you want, I'ma blitz him. Fuck up, little bitch, I really don't care. Put your heads up in the glocks in the air. This is my bitch, and I don't have to share. She sucking my dick, and I'm pulling her hair. This a big shot, little nigga, not fair. Brother wanna step, but he on a wheelchair. Fuck niggas talking, but don't want no smoke. Why do these bitches want dick in their throat? Why do these bitches want niggas they broke? Why do them niggas want bitches they hoes? Fuck a hoe, then I go, 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 go. Guts coming out like Scully the Ghost. She riding my dick like it's so fucking hard. Yeah, man. <laughs> when he said the, uh, I, I remember the first time I was listening to this shit, I was like, this dude's pretty hard. But when he was like, one, something's got to give, two, something, I was like, no, this nigga no. did it. <laughs> that was insane. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the inter- intersectionality of this show's, like, topics. Imagine if the Street Fighter 7 announcement had this music instead of whatever. But that's what I'm saying, actually, I'm bro. Like, Whoo. <laughs> Whoo. That's Video exactly games. what I'm saying. Video games need to come harder. But I will when we get to gaming. Talk about one game. <laughs> one single game that decided to go absolutely hard with the music. Uh, most of y'all probably know what I'm talking about. Persona 5. Yeah, we gonna get there. <laughs> hey, hold on! Shout out my nigga Elias for bringing Persona Five into the motherfucking uh, atmosphere. <laughs> the more I started to enjoy the game, the worse I felt for how like contrasting your thoughts from twenty pods ago versus <laughs> no more than that, like fifty. My, my, yeah, fifty pods ago, Clown was like, eh. it took forever to get into it, and I'm like, this is slow. <laughs> a top five game ever. So yeah, we go. We gonna get there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Oh, oh shit! Long, that song was hard, man. Yeah, no, nah, the whole the whole project is hard, and it's not long. Um, I literally shit, cannot I like... wait until April fourth because that's when I move, and the speakers <laughs> that I packed up can get used again. Because <laughs> I need to hear that on my old big speakers. That was incredible. No. So I heard that. I was like, nah, I need to be around some sweaty niggas pushing and shoving to this shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this next track is called uh, Hazard Duty Pay by JPEG Mafia. Are you familiar with them? Uh, the last project that I heard from them was whichever one is like talking about fuck the Drake era or something. One of the titles was that. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like... I, I like their music, so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is called a. Uh, shit. I'm, this. This a motherfucking. Uh, you said a hazard duty pie. pay, right? Hazard duty pay. Yeah, hazard duty pay. Yeah. You think you know me?
Yeah, man. I don't know. It's it's a. I'm gonna say, and I'm coining this. I guess it's not an intuitive listen. Like, it's a lot if you don't if you listen to like Drake or like whatever. This is not intuitive to listen to, but <laughs> this is still good music. Um, and so I think that's the thing that drives me to become a DJ because like. Why would I leave my house, pay money for drinks, if I'm not going to dance? We can have kickbacks at the crib. Bruh. <laughs> we can have kickbacks at the crib. And so, I would dance drunk to this, even if I'm just swinging and singing the lyrics. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, would, I would dance drunk to this. <laughs> like, I need to hear this out drunk, and I don't think I'm going to unless I'm the DJ playing it. I mean, it could happen out here because Atlanta is, is different, but it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. It's not impossible, but that was, you that know, was fire. That was like deceptively smooth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect it to um, be so smooth. But it it is it's convoluted like MF Doom in a way because it's a lot of sounds in the background with the sample and all these other things. But man, so. Um, the next song I'm gonna play is a little bit more intuitive <laughs> to listen to. Okay. Intuitive listen, I like that shit. It's an intuitive listen. Um, I don't know if I played this person who killed that, Kenny. That might be uh your first piece of merch. Will probably have that that quote on it. Yeah, let's do that. Wait, you think before um, Tame Impala? What did I call it? Oh. Domesticated deer. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, both of them shirts go. Yeah. It's got to be a um, series of shirts of like our heads and then like a quote. And yeah, I got a whole thing. But yeah, that's going to be one of them. Intuitive listens. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, have I played Who Killed Kenny on here or not? Or not? Because I found him December, like right before the year ended. I think. Okay. At least I, once. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Shit, I might have played this before then. Uh, but if not, shit, if you knew, I'm going to just play this song called Rounds. Wait, is that what I got in my notes? Yeah, that's what I got in my notes. This is Rounds from a project called No Refunds. Okay, cool. Bad little bitch right there, young Trumbus down. Axing Uber, okay, you should find me right now. Heard you bought that ass, ain't seen in a while. Me and you and you, yeah, we're going to need rounds. couple songs out that i really fuck with and i i'm never gonna well i ain't gonna say never but so far he's he's doing what i need him to do especially as a smaller 
lesser known artist. Um, he kind of reminds me of. I don't know this nigga you put me on. I keep wanting to say Keith Gant every time, but it's not him. His name is Gant or Grant? Kevin Grant? You know what I'm talking about. Because I remember I was like, oh, I didn't even know he made music like this. Who the hell is Kevin Grant? Come on, bruh. You might, you might have to pull it up. Oh, fuck. And I almost looked him up. I just couldn't remember. All right, fuck it. Because <laughs> I feel like if I do Gant or Grant in my Spotify, they're going to know who. They're not going to be no ho-ass niggas. Uh. <laughs> nah, Keith Gant is a friend of ours. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. I was like, <laughs> not not him. Kevin... I am so dead. God, Kevin Gant, Kevin Grant. <laughs> oh, it's deep in my likes. Fuck, we ain't got time. Um, one thing about being drunk and doing this, I'm like, we got way better. We used to let songs run. <laughs> like, way too long. Song. Way too um, long. I'm gonna uh, circle back. But I will play another song by this artist. I think his name is KC. K-A-Y-C-Y-Y. It gives me... What's that nigga name? (laughs) He's calling the pit. He's calling the pit. What's it giving, bro? Oh, Playboy Cardi? Playboy Cardi vibes, yes. Um, Yeah. It's called... Okay. It doesn't give you the payoff in this build. I just need you to know that beforehand, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! No, that's what I was saying. You're not going to get that payoff. This is him going back. It never dropped. It never dropped. But I think if you hear it, I think if you hear it without the expectation of this is supposed to be fire. I was literally waiting for the. Yeah. Yeah. It never drops. But you know what it's like? It's like those songs that are classics. That ain't really that good, but everybody fuck with it, so you will fuck with it. It's kind of like that. Wow, that build up 
Got me fucked up. <laughs> Bruh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I remember one day I was listening to it, so I was like, who decided not to? Because I honestly think that drop is the difference between this being some shit. Not to say, like, because, you know, photo blurs is, is that shit. But <laughs> this is the difference between us being like, hey, y'all should fuck with this. And mm. everybody just fucking with it on TikTok. Yeah. I think that drop is the difference, and somebody played this nigga. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Kevin George, bro, Kevin George is that nigga's name. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was trying to think of what. Um... Cause remember, I played oh, this. Baby, still, baby, still. Yeah, this shit was hard. <laughs> that shit was hard. Like even this shit, like why don't I ever hear this out? Never, never have, never. I just want to pay the bill. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, niggas be really making dope ass shit, and don't nobody be fucking with it. I'm downtown swerving the first time I played this in the car. (laughs) Like that shit was incredible, bro. (laughs) For some reason. This gives me rodeo vibes. Let me underline it. Come on, man. Nah. This one's different. (sighs) Yeah. The first time you hear this shit do matter. (laughs) Like, like you put me on to him and I just heard it. But like, yeah. Just imagine. Oh, no. You put me on this song. I played a different song that was a lot different than this. Mm. It was more Travis Scotty. That's what it was. Imagine this at a concert. Like, with some crazy uh, lights and shit. Yeah, like lasers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Ooh. That's one of them or it, the uh, <laughs> lights down, phones up <laughs> type of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to see this live at some point in time. Yeah. Um. Did you have anything that you wanted to bring? Because we still, you know, I've been recording for a minute, so this ain't the 4.30. No, you're doing a great fucking job, bro. Uh, Let me give you a second to breathe. And I did remember I do have a For the Blurts exclusive. (laughs) All right. (laughs) This is my, hopefully the first and last of a series called (laughs) Really Bad Stories. Oh, God. So, (laughs) actually, this is the second, because I told y'all a story about uh, Xavier Omar, an artist I really love, yeah. Finding, finding a tweet of mine that was <laughs> negative about him, and he replied to it, and it was the most uncomfortable thing ever, because I didn't like his album except for the very first song. And I was like, man, he had no business making an album this great or this bad with a song that started off so strongly. And then he's like, yeah. I bet. Like he replied to my tweet. I was like, <laughs> I, no, but I like your whole other shit though. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a huge fan, but uh, I just didn't fuck with this. <laughs> So yeah, story number two is really not reflective of me, but it like is about the artist and is hundred percent true. So anyway, a rapper, up and coming rapper that I know, has a producer who uh, was at one point dating a very very fine woman, and this very fine woman was uh, invited to come backstage. By none, none, none other than Guap Dad Four Hundred Thousand. Is it thousand? Four thousand. I, I think I gotta get it right. I gotta respect this man because he he moved differently. Um. So yeah, Guap Dad Four Thousand had invited 
young lady who was not single backstage to the concert because he is opening for Wale during his tour. Yeah. And it was in Seattle recently. <coughs> so on and so forth. Uh, the girl went. And Mr. Boyfriend of the Year was like, yeah, I'm so excited for her to go. And da-da-da. Boyfriend of the Year's producer, friend. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she goes to the show. She's posting stories. And we're all just feeling like we're sweating vicariously through this man. And Guap Dad posts her on his stories. So Jeez. It all, it, it, it all went down. So all of us not-so-good boyfriends was having a funny laugh about it. Hell no. There's not a chance. It couldn't be me. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> there was a whole thing about her phone dying the entire night. And no, just no. <laughs> so I'm going to cut the story off there to let y'all enjoy the lyrics of a man who don't play. Because the shit he's rapping about here, he did it. Probably. Maybe. Allegedly. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> Iced Out Gold Chain. Iced Out Gold Chain by Guap Dad. Four thousand. You can edit that however you see fit, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know that nigga, but I feel you. No names were dropped, so. Stout gold chain, frostbite, none of pain. I can't stand rain, I can't be the same. Why they wanna do me dirty? Why they niggas wanna murder me? Made me wanna hold the dirty. I've been drinking, I've been swerving. Yeah, just wanna be a baller, yeah, a shot caller. I just wanna go out and fuck somebody's daughter. Don't mind if I act wild, that's how I was brought up uh, The OGs look soft, we just doing what you taught us Cuban zirconium man, these niggas ain't clear I'm a deuce with my earrings, I put Versace in my ear Wanna upgrade my levels, I'm moving to the upper tier I'm surrounded by waves, I turn my body to a pier Low on the phone, I'm relearning how to steer When I open my mouth, you see chandeliers Wanna tap the IP like trying beer Find new walls in that bitch, I'm the pussy pioneer Yo, this is hard. Oh. Incredibly so. I'm gonna like this. Nah, this is fire. It's not yeah. new, so I'm definitely late to it, but I was like, this shit crazy. Yeah. Man, yeah. We're gonna have to switch the format up. I like this format. I miss being drunk on the pod, first of all. It's, um, it's been a while. I've, it's, yeah. we, it's been a while. We've been in the trenches and just trying to get the shit structured, but this is cool. <laughs> um, recording yeah, after that, like four hours sleep 60 hour weeks standing up on one leg at my part time job and clocking into the other one as I head home fuck it I'll take one extremely lit unnecessarily long podcast yeah I was like oh no like Nick after a, after wonder a break. where we been yeah um and then I I be mad when it. people tell me they don't have shit to listen to like, don't know me and not have nothing that you listen to. And we like the same type of music. Fucking say that. If you know me, <laughs> don't tell me you can't find nothing to listen to if we like the same shit. 
I, I I'm the one friend that like when people post IG stories of songs or on Twitter songs, I'll bookmark them, save them, a screenshot. If y'all feel that strongly to hit tweet, like it takes like three steps to like get a song from Spotify to a tweet. So some menu said somebody needs to hear this. So like, I be I be tapped in. I be and it's like, in. bro, we got we got damn near eighty we, episodes of eighty episodes. Hey. Like this whole ahead. podcast, I don't think I played Guap Dad. Damn near is the most mainstream nigga we played. Arguably, yeah. Guap. I mean, now I do have Robert Glasper on here, which is, <laughs> and then I got Earl Sweatshirt on here, which is, <laughs> like, come on, man, you can't find nothing to listen to. Yeah, I had one song that I played on here. <laughs> uh, replied to a friend's IG story about like they need something new to listen to, and they. The only one that they ever, at the end of the day, was like verifying that that shit was fire was my song, uh, "The Dress" by Dion. They recently played. Like, <laughs> so it, it at some point, I tried to put y'all on. And right. Yeah. So, do, so doing it later is like, why? It's right here. <laughs> yeah, just tune in, you know. It's, and it's then right if here. you don't even fuck with anime, it's the first thirty minutes. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> part of the show you care about it's right here it's right at the top not that shit's by design my guy like, <laughs> look no further <laughs> oh shit all right man um i'm gonna get these last couple songs out uh yeah if you new here look the, the music section usually ain't this long but we've been going for a while and i gotta get this shit out of my likes um yep we respect it. We respect it. <laughs> Wait, when? Morning. Let me go to my likes because this shit's. Side note, um, I know we be talking about TikTok every now and again. You can organize your favorites now. So, like, <laughs> if you have like a bunch of anime favorites and then like a bunch of like graphic design fa- likes, you can go back to the video that you liked and move it to your favorites and then organize them that way. Now, you got to be honest. How many of these categories do you have? I have at least 13. I have two because I just found out about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I have been at it for like two weeks. And obviously after surgery, I had nothing to do. So I literally sat (laughs) and organized 500 TikToks into 13 categories. I looked up and it was only six (laughs) o'clock. Finding something to do after surgery is uh, not always fun. And when we get to games, I'm going to talk about playing Apex with the TV like 12 feet away from me. That was a blast. But yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is a morning by Earl Sweatshirt and Black Noise. I think Black Noise might have just did the beat. But uh, this is this. Same time hurdling what I had to I learned to adapt way better than I could plan She was eager to leave but it ain't me with my eyes down Feet stampeding through mind shafts Canary singing a wire tap Offerings on the shrine reclaiming my time like Aunt Max The water was all black, the moon fondling ties Man, we painting the town red, allegiance is overpronounced Stand down, we were setting the mouse traps. wouldn't believe Found dead cleaning house. He was cheesy from back then. I see it now. Speaking down to my demons. 
like big dogs. You a mouth breathing in denial. Six soy, the heat seeker sitting down with my lawyer for a brief meeting, laying all the pieces out. I think I'm calling morning. Grief abound. Twelve months, I couldn't form a decent smile. Chest even, death reeking in a pile. Eventually, I lead a house. Now you see me, now you don't. At the same time, hurtling what I had to. I learned to adapt way better than I could plan. Now you need me, now I'm gone. Pack my feelings up and go. Plant the ceiling of some hope. Now yeah, man. That's Earl. I love this shit. Like, now like you need me, now you don't. I feel like my clothes aren't baggy enough for this right now. <laughs> God damn. I need to wear something that just is oversized. Ugh. Yeah. It's fire. Oh shit, my Lexus. I don't know what this is. It better oh, be some oh, fucking This is MGK literally the shit. next song I was gonna play. Alright, I was like, is this MGK? I'ma pause it. Uh but yeah, no, that shit's hard. Um Yeah, this is probably the university and wrap this shit up. This is hard. <laughs> um Dope wordplay. That's Earl Sweatshirt. This is Baby Storm Pom Pom. Pom Pom? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get this party going. That's Baby Storm Pom Pom. I'm not gonna stunt. I found this shit on TikTok. It was cool. I haven't had the chance to give it a proper listen. Um, was it just an audio of something that had nothing to do with this, or was it a TikTok of this song? It was a TikToker talking about her music. Maybe she was cute. I don't remember what brought me to it. And okay. I was, I remember in that moment, I was like, I'm gonna go to her Spotify because I didn't, I didn't want to lose the music. And I was no, like, I'm just like a bunch of shit. Uh, I've never seen somebody pubbing this shit on TikTok and it was actually good. So I'm glad you found something that was good. Yeah. I mean, this is honestly the second. Uh, you know, the first was uh, Captain Stephen Ho by Mayada. Mm-hmm. And uh, that shit was pretty good. I listened to the whole project. Um, So, yeah. That's dope. And then the last. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying that's dope. Yeah, and then the last thing I got is uh, Robert Glasper. He dropped the album called Black Radio 3. So I'm assuming this is part of a three-piece or a trilogy. Um, But this is called Why We Speak, and it features um, Esperanza Spalding and Q-Tip. And we probably won't play Q-Tip's verse, but... I think you're gonna fuck with this. No.
that shit's hard. <laughs> this, this is feeding. This is feeding every part of me that's like a Lupe fan right now. Oh yeah, for that. It's a oh souvenir. Like God. yeah, that shit's hard. This is missing a Lupe verse. I mean, it's not well, missing. It could be the Q-tip verse. By. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember no, what Q-tip uh, was. I will say, yeah, no, I, I really appreciate this because I haven't, um, I texted you twice that I'm like, nothing's really moved to me in music. I've been so bored, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't, like, my brain is in survival mode. And, like, <laughs> I haven't gone out of my way to listen to anything new. Like, if I catch something new that's good, I'm lucky, right? But uh, that song felt like me finding good music when I'm relaxing. <laughs> and I haven't felt that in a long time. Like to sit here and smile and head bob like that to something completely random. Yeah. It's been, it's been you know what's funny? Weeks. <laughs> you know what's funny? I months. sent this to you. <laughs> and I was like, because I've, you know, it was like, Alex is going to fuck with all this shit because this is literally, I was like, ooh, Alex is going to like this next week. Alex is going to like this next week. And we ain't been recording. And I was like, you know what? If I send this nigga anything, <laughs> it's gonna be this. And like, then it's you know, so fifty fifty to try to take in new music when I'm already not in the greatest place music. mentally and stuff. Yeah, because like I just <laughs> haven't listened to music, even familiar music. I just don't. I don't know. But uh, no, that was great. <laughs> that yeah, was great. So yeah, man, that was our nifty fifty of uh, music. And uh, we finna start talking some anime shit And Not Batman Cause don't hate me But I didn't go see that shit I, I just couldn't find three hours If I didn't know I would've went to see it And I would've inconvenienced myself In one way or another But knowing it was three hours I was like uh, I can't fit it But I, I will drop y'all lengthy thoughts And then we'll clip it into mini versions For TikTok too I will Say something about Batman That shit was fire <laughs> That shit was um, fire. No, uh, I was at the chiropractor and this chick was like, "Oh no, you have to go see it. It's so, it's so good. It's the the cinematography." I was like, "Oh, cinematography, huh?" <laughs> That's the word I would have used too. I had scenes where I was like, "Quan would like that. Quan <laughs> would like that." I'm like, "How they make the darkness so bright?" <laughs> like, hey, I like it. Like. They had a funeral in all black in a dusty, dirty city, and just like one. How they make one p.m. in all black clothes look so bright? Like, <laughs> then there was like a the way they use neon versus darkness too, in like shadows in places that aren't typically that dark, but they made it. Nah, that's yeah. They went so they there went was crazy. this um they went crazy. There was this here. Let I'm gonna play the fucking transitional music. I'm playing new music, so I don't know how this is going to sound. But there was this post. It was like, don't watch Batman at home. And it was like, it's too dark. Like, your TV is not equipped to basically <laughs> play this shit. Oh, man. But, yeah. Without further ado, uh, I'm going to play you in.
Let's go. Oh, would you look at the time? Would you look <laughs> at the time? Oh, man. Oh, God. Cut the funding oh. to this dang show, man. What are they doing, man? <laughs> They're not serious. They ain't about that. Man, um, I am so excited for this portion of the show. While music has not necessarily moved me lately, I have watched some great fucking anime. Really? That was in my head. The applause was going. But yeah, I have watched some great fucking anime. Uh, Yeah, having surgery and being injured gives you time to lay down and watch a little something. And unfortunately, (laughs) this time last year, I also was... Injured, laying down, finding some new anime, and it was Blue Exorcist, which is it's fine. I haven't finished it. I'm not wild about the characters, but this round of laying around doing absolutely nothing, I started a ranking of kings by Twitter popularity by many, you know, just many tweets. I'm like, all right, let's see what the fuss is. The fuss was the fuss was fussing. But uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Uh, you seen anything good? You had a good roundup. You think since we've been um, like at least three, four weeks? Yeah, it's been too long for I guess all that I've watched. Uh, mm-hmm. Sunny Boy and Demon Slayer are like top, and then obviously AOT. Sunny Boy was not doing it for me, man. Bro, I made a TikTok about how like I don't think I just want to even see anything existential in anime form it doesn't work for me like and and I, I would not, like to not, add not in, a, not in a series format no I, I do think if, if it's going to be existential you need to stick to one thing mm-hmm. and it needs to be in under two hours <laughs> because yeah, a, a 10 episode stretch or more of existential I am setting up to like learn something get a solution to a one problem or usually so it's like when you're taking that away from me slowly it just hurts more and more but what i did say and as i thought about it i was like i do feel like sunny boy is more art than maybe most shows that we watch because it is a lot of interpretation and i was like i think sunny boy would be a perfect nft Okay, yeah, we're gonna stay on Sunny Boy. All right, let's. Yeah, all right, let's. Uh, you don't understand that shit, <laughs> but it is art, and you know, ten people watch it. Ten people walk away with ten different things. Um, mm. yeah, but I cause so I went to Vegas recently. I think we talked about this. And I was on work, you know, when you go to West Coast, you get like the free movies and flight. And I watched Idlewild and I was like, wait a second. This movie was ahead of his time. Like the nigga was it actually was, I never saw it. Yeah, it was like the guy was basically living with his dad because he didn't want him to feel he was afraid to leave home. Mm-hmm. He was a, wanted to be a musician. Mm-hmm. He was having an, an existential crisis and was depressed. That's basically Idlewild. Andre Andre three thousand was depressed and having an existential crisis during the whole movie. He was talking about the the concept of time and what the fuck is this and laying in the bed, moving around. Like I'm like, oh, this is this is a cool take on that because like 
he doesn't know what the fuck time is and what depression is, and he's depressed, obviously. But he's still going to this little juke joint and playing piano and wanting more out of his life. And inches away from killing himself. And his friend is like, hey, man, we got to make this shit happen. Like, I need you. Like, yeah, I think this is what a lot of anime try to, like, make you feel. Um, But and I kind of feel it for one episode. This main character was depressed as fuck. Yeah, I'll give it four episodes where I was like, ah, I'm not supposed to be irritated he's depressed. Him being depressed fucking matters to the madness of what's going on around them. Like, yeah. I, I caught some of the themes that, like, maybe you're supposed to catch or the themes that, like, probably nobody else thought about. Like, the fact they told, like, a story of struggle and strife about in baseball, like, with monkeys instead of like doing the obvious story of like the Negro league existing and yeah, like it's fucking monkey league baseball, (laughs) but the world they live in was normal to them. But like they get to this beach world and this dude talking about monkey league baseball is like normal, but like, no, y'all don't know what's going on, but how come y'all are talking about monkey league baseball? Like it was normal at some point. I don't know. Right. But yeah. So, you catch a different that you put it so fucking perfectly that you'll catch ten different things and uh, interpret it your own way, but I definitely don't want that in twelve episode format. I don't two hours, please. Yeah, and and that's why I think I was like, I mean, you know, as me, and this is conversations I was having with my therapist about like, I definitely want to make some shit that you can watch in four seasons and. A movie you go to, you know, but I also want to make shit like I want to make shit like a uh, sunny boy. Right. But I know it doesn't make sense in this format, but mm-hmm. you can go to a museum and not understand shit what is on a wall, but still appreciate it. Like, I don't really know how I feel about this art piece, but it makes me feel something. If Sonny Boy was in a fucking art museum, nobody would say shit about it. There would be no bad critiques. I had a hard time letting go of exactly what you're saying. Letting it be an art piece. I started to feel that that's what it was trying to be, but I was mad because I was like, I like the idea of them getting back home and figuring out why they weren't home. But it's not about that at all. And by episode 10 I couldn't let that go I couldn't let it go I do feel like I have maybe a different relationship with these type of stories right I told Mm -hmm. you about when I went to Cali and I got like stupid high Mm -hmm. so like I've never really been the same after that but there was a point maybe last year maybe 2020 where I was like I was watching Full Metal Alchemist I'm only gonna say this one time (laughs) I was like Oh shit, I was at that door. That's how I felt. I was like, yeah, I left. I was like, whatever I was looking for, I was like, fuck that. I would rather have my brain. Because I felt like it was like, you can learn this shit, but we're going to take your sanity. That's how I felt. I was like, fuck it, I'm out. Take me back. That's how I felt. That's that. So I think when I watch shit like this, and even watching the, them come back and it's just like, okay, we're back and 
I guess this is kind of what's happening. I kind of identify with that. I was like, yeah, you made it home. Congratulations. (laughs) 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 But to me, I get why a creator in the film anime storytelling space would do this, but I feel like it should be an art piece. That's how I feel about it. That's real. That's real. Yeah. And then being an artist, that's where I, I put it. But as television, yeah, uh, I, I think I would grade this differently. Because the last movie I watched that wasn't really about conclusions of people's lives and situations, and they sprinkled in obscure otherworldly shit. I don't even know if I reviewed it on the pod. I can't even remember the title, but it's a Netflix film. Um, Little girl lives by the sea. Her dad's like a marine biologist and she meets a boy who's like raised by sea lions and shit. And Wait, was it an anime? Yeah, it was an anime movie. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you yeah. know that one? <laughs> oh yeah, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, it mixed up so it mixed in so much BS, like not real world shit, like two brothers born on opposite ends of the ocean who were both raised by different sea mammals and they hate each other and this and that. And like, what, like the mixing of that with the little girl who just needed something to do in the summer and being by the water and discover herself, it blended so nicely because it was only asking me to pay attention for a couple hours. And like, I did get confused at a certain point. Cause I was like, so the one of them is being reborn in the ocean and they're turning into the world and didn't matter. Yeah, look, I don't. It looked really cool. Yeah, I remember. I was like, "Damn, this shit looks really pretty." I didn't watch that movie because you was like, "Don't worry about it. We're not going to talk beautiful about it." Beautiful to look at. Beautiful. When we get the title, it's going to be in the show notes at least. I don't want to <laughs> leave y'all hanging. Fucking yeah. eye candy, like coming of age shit, teen angst, like half sibling beef and the ocean and rebirth, all that kind of stuff, looking really cool for two hours. That's that's all you want to do is just peace out and watch that. It's there. We gonna put the title in here. But yeah, I didn't even talk about it on the pod because I was like, this was pleasing to me in a way that I don't think I can accurately describe on wax without saying like review wise it wasn't great, quote unquote. Like just to yes. like recommend to recommend to everybody. But I was like, no, yes. there's something here, and I like that it's only two hours. See, but I think that's, I don't think this is a conversation we really get to get into as, um, like anime consumers. Um, but I do think that like, you know, as I'm saying, like it's our piece, like this, that's something that just came up to me. But like, you think about like Crunchyroll and like all the shit on there, like we're supposed to like eat this shit and like enjoy it and calibrate it. And there's like a rubric story arc characters are they op does the world make sense are they following the rules of the world but like this is just not that um literally anything outside of to my knowledge outside of anime like there's not many cartoons or whatever other terms are that like you can follow you can literally follow and like live in the world of these anime and there's an unbelievable amount like (laughs) <laughs> insurmountable you could probably count on your hands how many like American cartoons there are and then like how many have like a continuing story or like yeah. characters are like have iconic clothes and da 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 
versus yeah, this shit is. <laughs> You're supposed to live yeah. in this shit. It's supposed <laughs> to last. Um, Even the twelve episodes have lasting moments yeah. and themes and ideas yeah. and iconic. Yeah. Think about um, what is it called? Inuyashi, Inuyashiki. In- like if you in- made like uh, Inuyashiki, like Inuyashiki last last hero. hero. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> can make dolls and stuff of that, and it could be done in another format. Like it, it lasts, but it really was you know twelve episodes or something. And it that was conclusive. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, that, I think that's kind of what I get from Sunny Boy. So I, it, I think it's real easy to call it trash or confusing, and it doesn't make sense. But, um, taking a step back, I think that's my honest take. Like, I, I, I am excited to watch it again, and when I don't have to maybe watch it for the podcast, and I got three days. Let me watch this shit in rapid succession and see how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Let's talk about Demon Slayer, man. We both uh, oh watched most of all of it. Are you are you done? Did you no. watch all of it? Um, you know, okay. I got okay. I got um you know, significant other who doesn't watch anime, so it's kinda hard to turn on Japanese speaking <laughs> cartoons when we're supposed to be having quality time. <laughs> Yo, that was fantastic. That was fantastic. I like was ready to bust out a typewriter. <laughs> but no, like, fucking Demon Slayer, bro. This shit is nuts. They went there. Oh my god. They went there. Like, so I think I'm on episode eight or nine. Uh, spoiler alert. Not major, but just if you kind of in it. Shorty with the belts, her brother just popped out, and I think they fight for like an episode or two. Oh, no. You ain't even got to the... Oh, yeah. oh no. So, this shit was too hard. I'm going to keep it short, because the next six episodes... Six? Yes. I'm I'm all... Yeah, you like, got like when five you or said, six. When you said you watched it nonstop, I was like... I see why this nigga stayed. I watched the entire entertainment district arc in one night. It was four o'clock and then it was four o'clock again. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I believe you. I was like, oh, no wonder this nigga watched this. But like I said, you know, I only stopped to pee and get pop. (laughs) Significance of great anime and storytelling with fantastical art styles and flashy colors. Um,. Bro, like that nigga, the flashy nigga, like he had me fucking dying. So first off, let me start by saying, I don't even know if the dub was out as far as when you watched it, but I got up to like episode five, switched over, didn't miss a beat. I think, wait, hold on. That's one thing about Demon Slayer. They don't like the dub to sub. Like, I don't feel weird. Some shows I need to start and finish subbed or dubbed. I don't, I don't miss a beat, mm. but nigga, like the fighting, the colors, the situations, like, and I, I remember I would actually, I made a TikTok about it last night. Like the way the, the explosions happen and the reflections on the skin, I'm like, these niggas, it, like, cause I don't think anything was, I feel like Akadama Drive was like that pool fighting scene where they was really in a bag. I'm like, yo, these niggas did that all season though. <laughs> like 
like these last episodes um and then in the notes i was like i really like this uh and correct me if i'm wrong but i call it the dbz story arc where it's basically like because i haven't finished it but i'm kind of assuming that based off what you told me there's like one main villain per season Mm-hmm. And if we're gonna see this nigga be maybe thirty or even twenty five, mm-hmm. and potentially kill, you know, the OG uh, demon, mm-hmm. like I'm here for that. Like, cause where Dragon Ball Z will have you fight one nigga <laughs> for twelve, twenty episodes, it's like. No, we kind of fighting this nigga, but we got hurt and we did some other shit and I'm healing and the story's moving. Like, I will admit Demon Slayer is starting to shamelessly recycle because the nigga that had Rengoku struggling in the woods, R.I.P. Rengoku, uh, the nigga that had him struggling, he got he escaped. And so yeah. it's been a couple niggas that escaped and then they had to go to the hospital and heal up. And ooh, he escaped, but next time. So I'll I'll admit they've Demon Slayer shamelessly recycles they uh uh antagonists. Yeah. But the entertainment district arc is uh very conclusive. <laughs> Nobody gets recycled. <laughs> okay. Um but yeah, like Did you watch Mugen Train or did you watch the I did, I did. episodes? I've watched Mugen Train. Because I think when we talked about it on the pod, I had watched it. Or you, you hadn't. Did we talk about it together on here? I think like you might have watched it. I feel like we might have watched it together. Okay. But, um, yeah. No, I, I like that I didn't have to do the recap and they kind of separated it. You know, Crunchyroll yeah. is ass. but Fucking uh, terrible. Yeah, and I, now I they have everything. Because every episode from when you stopped after, I was like, all right, one more. I was like, ooh. All right, one more. I was like, ooh. Like, it just kept amping up. So, like, when you start the next one, you're not going to stop. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, it just, it just gets crazy. But uh, um, way to mention the reflections of light as well. And I know people on Twitter and everywhere get to arguing about, like, if the water effects and certain visuals are just for the show versus, like, you know, they say that those they don't actually have fire breathing powers. It just looks like fire for us. That don't matter because this shit looks fucking dope. And you're not telling me that's literally, you know, the moment. Me, yeah. You're not telling me these <laughs> niggas ain't got real flames because they fucking need it. <laughs> I, they need I just it. honestly, you know, I never really cared enough. Like I kind of was like, I guess this is like, you know, exaggerative. But the moment I stopped caring was when uh fuck uh Tanjiro he Tanjiro and uh the flashy dude was like in a in the jam and he knocked up the sister in the air and he used like a breathing technique and I was like, you know what? I'm not finna try to figure out whether this shit is happening or not and figuring out the hyperbole. Now I I did come up it, with a happening. funny meme. It's happening. You I came up with a funny <laughs> You telling me the moonlight is enough? <laughs> the moonlight is not enough, bro. Not the swing of the do- fucking dull sword in the dark. It's not. Yeah, it's not. I, I I did come up with a funny meme of like him like knocking her in the air, and then like in reality he's just like <laughs> like. But I was like, 
I don't give a fuck enough to like argue either way. This shit is fucking dope to look at. Like it's so nice to look who at. Who cares? How do you have time to care? How? It's so nice. The, the, yeah, the flames How? are coming out of the sword. The water, it's absolutely in the air. It's there. Zenitsu's lightning coming off of the back of his sandal. Yeah. And I think he's the one uh, who really kind of makes me feel like, uh. And you know he doesn't really wild. give. He doesn't really lean to the. This is fake shit. And are you telling me that you can strike fear in a demon just by swinging, not by swinging and? Yeah. You, you see it? They gotta see it. They're not afraid. They're never afraid. None of them fucking demons are timid. <laughs> like none of them. <laughs> they want smoke at all times. So yeah. The flames are coming off the sword. It helps. It helps um, a lot. But let's see. Let's put them out of the notes. But yeah, I, I really do feel like I appreciate as somebody who's done, uh, you know, what do you call it? Combat sports. The embodiment of what it's like to feel like, how do I survive this? Mm. Like. And I was literally talking about this before I even finished the episodes and stuff or got to where I'm at. Oh, I'm like, you haven't even got to where survival really is. Ah, dang it. You brought up a whoa, theme whoa, that whoa, like, you already caught before it got to like. All right. Spoiler time. Where I'm at is where Tanjiro was like, fuck this water shit. Like the fire shit is where it's at. And he was fucking up the chick with the with the belts. And then Nezuko was like, or no, his brother was like, yo, big bro, breathe. Like, he's like, fuck, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But even before that, he was kind of like getting in his groove and he was like, I got to recover. And he's like, fuck, like my body is not moving. And like, you know, wrestling is like intense. Oh, you're further along. You meant when the the brother and sister stopped being attached, period. Not when he first popped out. You mean when they were like, in two separate places. Yeah. By a distance. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. getting there. But I think yeah, there's like yeah, yeah. one I think more like, like episode eight or something. There's one more like survival type moment that Tanjiro has. And I'm like, that had nothing to do with like his sword at all. Like he was thinking survival three steps ago. He's like, man, I'm about to know this looking bad. So, yeah, I don't know. He does. He does that one more time. And I just. Yeah. I like, so if you listen and we, we just finna start talking about shit. Um, but. <laughs> So, you dropped the yeah, good like, spoiler alert at the beginning. We're good. Yeah. Um. But so yeah, I think uh him basically saying like, how do I like keep going? Like I can barely hold my sword. Like, and even when he was like, I'm trembling. And he was like, Am I fatigued or am I scared? And then he like got his shit together. Like, there's been times where like people who are better than me, like I'm like. I can't stop breathing. Like, I'm, I, I can't get my air. And my coach is like, you know, Laquan, get your shit together. And I'm like, I can't. Like, I'm shaking. And then it's like, this nigga just scored two more points on me. And it's like, all right, like, my brain has to connect to the rest of my body in order to win this shit. But, like, who gives a fuck if I, like, lose a high school match? Like, these niggas is fighting for life. You know what I mean? So I'm like, this shit is nuts. And I hope everybody else can pull away from that. What I'm pulling. Cause like, you know what I mean? Like it's like sports, but like, yeah. So, um, I think 
I think they just consistently do that well because I know I, I I commented on that last season. Um, this show does enough to let us know that the fire and all that stuff might not be there because of how imbalanced the strength of the demons versus the strength of the humans are. There's still a well-displayed imbalance. Yes. Which makes what you're talking about work despite the water being cool to look at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what makes I think that's what makes the show dope. I know some people that are on the other side of like the imbalance is irritating because the humans shouldn't la- they they're lasting longer than they should at all in some inst- yeah, in some instances. So I'm like, yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, but niggas kill lions with their bare hands. That happens in real life and it shouldn't. Like, yeah. I think the imbalance serves to make this a better show than, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess, you know, to me, thinking about it like that, like, yeah, niggas kill lions and, like, I can't do that shit. That's some type of skill. I don't know what it is. Um, but I think uh, I'm excited to finish it. Uh, I I get the concept of like anime movies now because like if I finish this shit and then in four weeks there's another movie I'm like yeah I'm going <laughs> like uh and then even Jujutsu Kaisen I'm like yeah like I was like yeah I'm ready to watch this world again but um stand on Demon Slayer let's see I said the story arc it was um, Demon, Demon Slayer was the breaking point for me to remember that. It's okay to enjoy these simple shonen concepts. Because I think I had just got off Sunny Boy and like watching other non-anime just to reset. I sat down to watch Demon Slayer. I was like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me the dialogue makes perfect sense? It's funny. There's action and great animation, comedy, and people are getting their ass kicked. And I'm not confused or thinking too deeply about it. Oh, my God. I forgot how fun this can be. Like, yeah. it just... Cause we've been bumping into shows that are like adult, whether they're you know on purpose or on accident, or like <laughs> Sunny Boy and stuff. It's like, all right, how many times can I do this? And nah, they just was fucking scrapping, laughing, and doing the <laughs> utmost ridiculous shit ever. Like, yeah, sometimes you just need to see some niggas throw hands. And it was straightforward. I was like, yeah, I'm not thinking too much about that plot. It makes perfect sense. We got to get the demons the fuck up out of here. Like, it's just, that's it. And so maybe you might have more insight to this than me, but I'm like, oh, like me just being like thinking about story. I'm like, this shit is dope, right? Because this is what I'm seeing. Last thing I saw, they were on the roof. And Shorty with the belts had a third eye pop out her head. This Ooh. is what I'm seeing. Tanjiro's dad was fucking with Muzan, I think is the main demon. Don't confirm any of this shit that I'm saying. But Tanjiro's dad was finna kill that nigga. Mm. The main demon was pissed off about it, came back to get his lick back. When Tanjiro was doing that fire shit, Shorty with the belt was shook. Because Muzan was shook. I think his name is Muzan. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You're, you're you're going crazy right now. Go for it. Keep Muzan going. was shook. You're right. And she like, why the fuck am I scared? This is this nigga. Nigga, relax. Like, goddamn. And mm-hmm. so, because Muzan came, 
I don't know why, but somehow that's allowing Nezuko to be OP as fuck. Because a lot of these demons are like secondhand and shit. But Muzan came to kill the family. And Nezuko uh, survived. That so makes I, way too much sense for somebody who doesn't actually know the answer. That shit, <laughs> sound, that shit sounds so on point. Because so I, I feel I like thinking about them, like, why is she so OP? Well, I didn't think she was OP until she was fighting this nigga from the six, and she like started no, transforming. OP because of her level of consciousness plus the power. Yeah, the, po- the power could have happened, but her being Nezuko Unchained would have been. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like she should have yeah. just been insanely powerful and with zero conscious, probably. But yeah, it's no, you're making yeah. a lot of sense. You're making a lot of sense. So I don't like I said, I don't know what all you saw, but that's kind of where I'm at. So I'm itching to finish this shit. Oh, um, I it. Yeah, yeah, I I seen it all. But yeah. um No, nothing nothing that like explains it more though. No, we don't have yeah. your answer yet. We don't have your okay. answer yet. But uh, yeah, man. If they you finish the fight and they like... fucking go home, like <laughs> this shit was bad. Um, no, we can't leave this without talking about Rengoku. Is it? Sorry, um, uh, Tengen Uzui. We gotta talk about him as just a character. Uh, their superior with the diamonds and three wives. Like we cannot like not talk about <laughs> yeah. Buddy for a second. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. While I'm indifferent. Indifferent about the three wives, I think what they did with it in the space they had was entertaining. Like the the whole concept of them being friends and ninjas and loving him and being dutiful and putting their lives on the line because they had nowhere else to be because the shinobi are dwindling. Yeah, is one insanely <laughs> wrapped up concept in like eight episodes. They just get right to it. He's just very straightforward and. Even the moment where he was basically saying, like, you know what? I'm probably going to die, but I refuse to die because Rengoku just died, and I probably shouldn't die. Like, I think not <laughs> only because I don't want to die, but, like, I don't think the Demon Slayer Corps needs this back-to-back. So let me, like, tap in. Like, <laughs> Man, I got to finish this shit. Cause... The circumstances in which he says that are even more ridiculous. Like, his whole <laughs> character is just insane. Like, three wives that get along very well in the midst of fighting for their lives it's insane like <laughs> like no <nah. laughs> everything about Rengoku is nuts and um I don't know how I feel about uh I was gonna ask the audience and ask you like in the comics it looks like he says flamboyantly like in the manga but in <laughs> I think the the sub says we move flashy yeah so it's like flashy versus flamboyant and then I think there's one more word that like gets thrown around in his like dialogue, but like uh-huh. I think it would have been cool if he was like st- still saying flamboyantly, because like his his outfit is pretty flamboyant, and like three wives is appropriate <laughs> to say flamboyant. So I think that's more about cultural context than anything. Flashy's not wrong though, but Flashy's yeah, okay. not wrong. But I, I, I guess do that's think... what's important to me though is like there. I'm pretty sure the source material is flamboyantly, so like. It's not wrong. Yeah, I, I I didn't need to hear Flashy to agree with what they're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I, I didn't I think need this it is, to be Flashy. I think this is a conversation, and not trying to get too deep, but like me and my homie get into where 
they sometimes try to suppress maybe LGBTQ themes because, like, I think just the connotation of flamboyant is that. Where it's like, like, the nigga got three wives, like. <laughs> That's not flamboyant. That's how much yeah. straight can you be? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. uh, nah, but flamboyant is used in a certain context on this side yeah, of the pod. Yeah, I so feel like yeah. here, what it means versus how it's used. Um, because I, I'm, I'm a stickler for semantics sometimes. And if, sem- if flamboyant is more correct then use it especially because this show is like clearly japan <laughs> yes they are clearly in japan yeah he doesn't have to say flashy they don't even have tvs people <laughs> were saying people people was using using the queen's old english with all the big words <laughs> we move flamboyantly like you know what I'm, like yeah. he would, that's how you know oh i haven't watched none of the dub i don't know what the fuck he sounds like no, I'm curious. I forgot, <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I got, I got to hear didn't miss nothing. Yeah, but yeah, it's like feudal era Japan. They probably would use the word that translates to flamboyant yeah. versus the word that translates. Flashy probably wasn't even a cool word in their era. Yeah, because what the fuck is a flash without technology? <laughs> in, a show, <laughs> in a show where the fire is not really there, you know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh no, nah, we we gonna let that breathe, but that entertainment district arc was fucking great. And I feel like somebody who doesn't really care to like get the whole story could watch this season for shits and giggles and totally not be lost. Thanks. If you didn't want to start at the top, you could literally just watch this one for dope fights and move on. But there's just enough story yeah. in that little space that still makes sense without watching anything prior if you don't care to. You really could because honestly, you could watch the that fights by itself. And them getting into the shit in season two compared to season one is like a lot more mm-hmm. <laughs> to the shit. Uh, what else you got for us? Did you watch more Vatican Examiner before no. we go to AOT, or is that just no, sitting in the notes? I didn't. I didn't. Okay. But so I thought I canceled my Prime, and I was like, oh shit! But I didn't. So I'm gonna probably finish it this week so we can get. It I still have notes. it. I can start. Oh wow! Oh yeah, that'd be dope. Cause I'm probably gonna finish it this week. No, I've been watching Code Geass heavy, and I'm in season two, and it's pacing differently than season one, so I can afford another show. Okay, yeah, I'm a I'm on episode one. It's cool so far, um, but yeah, I I I will want to say that I am starting to go through a tsunami deep dive. Nice. Um, I think I'm gonna start with Big O. Just cause that used to be my shit, and um, that nigga, man, basically <laughs> the Japanese Bruce Wayne. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, with his flamboyant ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's do AOT. Did you watch yesterday's episode or no? No, no, I didn't. Okay, Did you? good. I didn't either. Nice. Um. God, another Sunday pass? It's been dragging so slowly. Uh, so the last episode, not including yesterday, would have been... Let's see, Annie and... Uh, AOT, spoilers, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Um, Annie and Reiner had to turn up at the end so they could save the boat, right? Yes. And then Connie was... Pow! Blasting niggas. Yeah, okay. That's the last yeah. thing i seen. That one. Yep. 
In general, oh. I feel like this part of the show is dragging on too long. I just got to start there before we get into anything. It's dragging. <sighs> it's dragging. It's still good, though. But I kind of... I want to know what the fuck happens. Unless Aaron is fucking shit up. Like, I think the thing that I love about this show is Titans destroying shit. And... I don't like Titans helping not destroy the earth. <laughs> like, I don't. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because that's, that's, like, like, that's all that's left is what. Yeah. I don't like, you know, six out of nine Titans versus Aaron's three. Yeah. I don't that concept like. might suck to somebody at this point. Yeah. At, at this point, I don't like to see. Who is it? Annie, Reiner, and fucking Baratold? What's that nigga name? Falco. Uh, Falco right now. Yeah, I don't like to see those three niggas in a cart fighting. I mean, it was entertaining, don't get me wrong, but I like the devastation. I, I think I feed off the devastation of like there's a three-story building charging at me and there's another three-story building in a fucking townhouse over there eating my friend. And like, I'd, For I'd absolutely thr- no reason. Yeah. So that chaos and that shit is cool. But these niggas who I still kind of look at as like coons. Like I did fuck with the whole like, hey, bro, we're here to help. Let the boat down. Like, I fucked with that whole dynamic. Okay, are you sure? Because we thought you was trying to fuck up the plan, and I don't want to have to kill my friend. <laughs> like, I fucked with that because that was, like, a lot of shit. Like, like that was a shit ton of conflict right there. Um, Insane amount of conflict right there. And, like, for Armin to kind of, like, man up and be like, yo, like, nigga, don't kill me. And then kind of being like, fuck that nigga. Bow, bow. Like, cool. But I need more carnage, man. <laughs> yeah, this espionage shit at the end of this while the rumbling is literally happening is like, I get it, but it has been dragging on, please. And then, like, is Levi dead? Is he not? Does he have anything to say about anything? Like, those kind of little things I'm getting annoyed at because I want to know. Why the hell it's okay the Titan that decided to name the Attack Titan also has some time travel in two directions ability. That is insane. Like, that is not an attack. Like, what is that? Like, what are you? Like, <laughs> yeah. And and you bringing up Levi, unless this nigga gets some fucking Titan juice in him, stop showing me that nigga. Because he was raw. I would love to I see him. I don't want to see him at all. In the band, slicing and dicing. And then, you know doing the little ritual to turn into a titan like that would be cool but if that's not happening i'm straight on seeing this nigga i don't ever need to see this nigga looking like a mummy again it's not doing anything for me no i don't need to know he's alive i was fine with him dying like it sucked but even more scenes of like the diplomats just getting snatched up out of building by a titan and crushed would be a little bit cooler than all this espionage shit yeah. Because that's not what so, we came for. That's not what we came for. I mean, it makes sense for the story, but also they're like, these niggas are like, because at this point, 
mathematically speaking, what a Eldia? What's the island? Parody Island? What's the Parody. island? Parody, yeah. The shit's grass. The shit is grass. These niggas already touched Marley. Once the rumbling touched Marley, you niggas are grass. What don't you understand about that? Nobody is gonna fuck with you. And Nobody. Aaron literally turned into a dragon, and he's got hundred demons that are <laughs> sixty feet tall and literally on fire, <laughs> walking across the earth. This shit is over. But even That's why I feel if like y'all can on too long, like once they decided, oh shit! By the time we get there, he's already gonna stomp. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> and these I'm really niggas already don't fuck with you. <laughs> I'm irritated. Their plan is to fly over Aaron with four titans and bong him on the head. <laughs> that should not been to work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just drop the colossal tight on his head and bonk him. Like it's not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. Like unless the last episode is the last episode, I'm about to be very sad. Like I, I just honestly need this shit to stop. Yeah, I'm like I'm kind of ready for this shit to wrap. I'm I'm kind of tired of tuning in. It's like the chick that you like match with on like a dating app, and it's like, so are we linking or what? <laughs> like, like, hey, let's, hey, <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna unmatch because, like, god damn, like, because yeah, I feel I like I don't even have much to say outside of that. I need this shit to stop while it's still they still they still manage to keep a level of intensity and wonder in every episode for me that hasn't faded. But while the you know the wonder. And curiosity is still strong. My patience is wearing. And I guess I just kind of wonder, like, I do keep putting myself in this position, though. I'm like, how would I like how like what's up with all me? Like, if these niggas decided, like, hey, historically speaking, <laughs> oh, it's just interesting, like, to see, um. The captain that got his ass whooped, basically blowing himself up. I'm like, nigga, you didn't have to come. <laughs> he could have <laughs> did that himself, and he told you to go. Like, yeah, they, it was it was giving very uh, World War Two movie type shit. Yeah, like they, so, def, they definitely were trying to get into their like World War bag with that. I mean, it's kind of timely, I guess, given everything. Right, so I think they just wanted to do a thing, and I'm just like, all right. <laughs> like, but, there's um, too many elements of this show right now at the very tail end, and it's like, mm, not doing. And I guess I just want to see Marley get stumped on just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, why y'all holding this? So agreed. Agreed. Because I, I, I'm kind of like, how many more? Like, you know, the last season, I was like, how are they going to fit all of this in this season? But now I'm like, all right, how many more? Does how many more? To get the point across. But it, it it's still it's still entertaining, though. It is. I'm not going to lie. It, it's nice. It's <laughs> nice to look at um, with the knowledge of what the hell is going on. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but in the same, uh, you know tone of voice and everything I would like to say I kind of wish but I'm also not mad at the fact that I'm just now getting into Code Geass 
because mm-hmm. it is literally amazing. Um, it's from like 2007 or something. Okay. And it's one of the um, the shows of this generation that also did the whole um, anti-hero thing, like mm. the angry, screaming dude with black hair that want to go destroy the establishment. Like, I didn't know this story was out there as early as it was, and boy, does it do it. Um, so anybody that's like unfamiliar, in the future, there's the nation of Britannia and the way the map looked on the show was literally North America <laughs> South <laughs> and South America and a bit of like some part of Europe was, was one nation in the future. And, uh, they were stomping out and taking over other territories with their giant mechs. Um, and the, one of the later nations to get, swallowed up and taken by Britannia was Japan. Japan was an independent nation and Britannia came up in there and blew their shit up and said nah, y'all not Japan no more this is 11, as in the 11th territory we've captured <laughs> don't say don't say Japanese that is a, that is not allowed you are 11s like, so it, it, it was like that Like there's like some real like racist shit and just a lot of uh, futuristic colonization shit and our main character, Lelouch, was uh, one of the princes of Britannia who got sent to Japan as punishment after they won that part of the war. They sent Lelouch to Japan as punishment for like trying to revolt against the king because the king like didn't love the queen. And Lelouch blamed his dad for the queen not living and. Uh, so yeah, Lelouch and his one of his younger sisters who was like blind and uh, blind and paralyzed. Her uh, her name's Nanali. Her and Lelouch got sent to Japan as punishment when they were young. And so while he was in Japan, um, the colonized Japan, he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna destroy Britannia. This is some bullshit." <laughs> so like, so and he was saying that in the trash heaps at the age of like eleven. So yeah. Lelouch, you know, he's yep, episode one, he's high school age and he's wrong place, wrong time. He gets powers and the power is um called the Gios and one of his eyeballs, if he looks you in the eye, he can tell you to do anything. And <laughs> okay. You'll and you'll do it. So like he's mind you, he's got like ten years of fuel of hate for his dad, and then one day he just gets his power that he can look anybody in the eyeball and tell them what to do. So that helped him become this entity named Zero that he wears a mask and he's like, I'm going to take down Britannia. I'm Zero. Like, let's do this shit. And so, like, he started, like, blowing shit up and taking over people's minds and having them, like, give him access to certain places and do certain shit. And no one knows he's royalty that is anti-establishment in a colonized country fighting for the people. It's beautiful story. Uh, and the music is good. There's mechs. So, like, where Attack on Titan, like, does the mech thing through, like, skin and bones. Yeah. This is just the future. They just got robots. It's not grotesque. They just got robots. And there's some, there's a lot of bloodshed, I will say that. But mm. it does the Attack on Titan anti-hero destroy the establishment. We don't know who who's fighting for and what's worth it. And there are other factions that also want to free Japan through different methods. So Zero Bump's head with those people. 
he's got fellow students who are like Japanese, but fighting for the Britannian army. And he's like, you're a fucking coon, bro. Like, fuck that. You're not even fucking Britannian. You're Japanese and you're one of their top soldiers and they're making new mechs for you to use to kill your own people. And you're like proud of that shit. The fuck is wrong with you? Like the show goes there and doesn't like require much of your thinking <coughs> to understand what they're trying. Like they just get right to it. Uh, like literally, there was an episode where the Black Knights is uh, Zero's eventual faction that he puts together to fight the Britannian soldiers, and they start you know getting their own mechs and doing those broadcasts across the globe. Like, are hey, we fighting back? Uh, the Black Knights were having a meeting, and at one point, somebody this is like the Black Knights and another group like working together. So they're having a meeting, and they're like, "All right, who's gonna pilot this new mech we got? That's got this special cannon, blah blah blah." Uh, what about them? And then this dude literally said, hey, uh, I'm not racist, but you guys really want a Japanese pilot in this thing? I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, yo, this show just gets right to it. I have never heard. I'm not racist, but. <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, hey, no fucking way. This show just gets right the fuck to win. <laughs> Nigga, there was like an Olympic broadcast and they're talking about, and the latest Japanese, I mean, 11. I was like, no. How you going to correct? How you going to correct to the more rude one? Like, <laughs> what? Like, yeah, the, the world, they, yeah. it just gets right to it. Like, there's so many crazy themes. And then every couple episodes, they reward you with mechs going at it. Like ripping their arms off, talking about shit. Can I still battle with y'all? Like y'all are clearly down <laughs> bad. My robot is like limping, but fuck it, I got one more shot. And like, nah, it's 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 insane. So, Politics, so, mystical <laughs> shit, and robots, and nah, like it. Kogias is fucking fire. Like, so I realized that we have some supporters who fuck with us just because they fuck with us. Um, who don't fuck with anime. So what's a mech like a? I would just say a robot. Yeah, mechs are any type of metal suit a human enters. Like, Power Ranger type shit. Yeah. And yeah, if yeah. you enter if you enter a robot that is your size, slightly <laughs> larger than you, or like thirty feet tall, that is a mech. Or, you know, mecha. There's a the Power Ranger too. Zoid shit. Yeah, when That's... your Fabletic spandex is not enough and you need to get inside something. To fight the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I literally was having a conversation about, you know, oh, yeah, I listen. I'm like, really? Like, I get when 2020 when you was listening. I'm like, you still? All right, cool. Well, no, you made a great point, though, because, like, the reason people compare Attack on Titan to mech anime is because you've got regular sized humans jumping into or turning into very huge, colossal human things. Yeah. But mech anime is typically humans jumping into robots and just because attack on titan has skin and bones in their robots people compare the storylines and the abilities of the giant thing to the same thing that actual robot stories are trying to do yeah yeah, yeah. okay um just for the listeners who just support and and <laughs> um i think i think aot is a mech anime though yeah as far as what it's trying to do the difference is skin and bones. They're just not, they just don't plug them in. Like when Annie tore her ACL, <laughs> and she, had, 
That's the same thing as the robot losing his fucking leg. Because she's still in there. It can be yanked right out. Like, every mech show, like, niggas be like, I got to push eject. Yeah. <laughs> like, theirs is just with skin and bones, so. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. Kill Gios is, like, already a 10. I finished season one. I'm on season two. Um, Lelouch is still on the same goals. <laughs> like, uh, but I scrolled ahead, and I think season two is conclusive. Um but yeah, my biggest gripe is the animation style. Like the character mm. designs are ugly. Like you ever seen them books that are like how to draw anime? Them big like fifty page books that are thick and just like they really they <laughs> characters be looking like some how to draw anime sometimes. And I'm like, damn, this is so ugly. Like the mech, the mechs look pretty good and the mech fights are good, but like man, the characters just walking and talking. Not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> they just look so how to draw anime. <laughs> And it works for uh, High School of the Dead. Very basic animation style. But mm. it's like High School of the Dead meets One Piece and it's not working. Because like One Piece has like these long, lanky people. And Code Geass is long, lanky people. But then it's like you tack on the how to draw anime thing instead of the creative One Piece art style. It's just like, ugh. Yeah. That's my one gripe with Code Geass. Otherwise, the politics, the pacing, the robot fights... The humor, the dialogue, it's all there. And it gives you the Aaron thing immediately. And it reminds you what the fuck is going on often and quickly. Like, y- you you might get lost, but they will remind you of the po- po- the, the points that matter. Mm. Lelouch is mad. This shit didn't work <laughs> out last episode. He is going to try again. Like, Lelouch lost the battle at this point. And he's a son of Britannia who wants to take down Britannia because he got sent to Japan. It's like they will remind you of the shit that matters, even if a lot of other things are happening. And it's fucking great. It's yeah. Cool, nah. cool, cool. Yeah. It did the things it needed to do to not be confusing. Like that is. Oh, remember we, the last time we respected that was on that 1920s show where they kind of give you that recap. Uh, 31 days, 90 days. Yes. 91 days? 91 days. 91 days. days. Yeah. <laughs> 91 yeah, because I was confused yeah. as fuck. And I'm like, what's going on here? But Kogias gives you the essentials sprinkled throughout and quickly. So, yeah. Nah, they, they do a good job of that. Because it does get very political. There's a lot of names to remember and that sort of thing and close call situations. But, nah, it's it's a it's a fucking 10. Um, anything else we need to get to? Uh, yeah. Uh, the last show, I, I can't go without mentioning, I watched Ranking of Kings. I'm probably 12 episodes in. This shit is great. Okay. This shit is great. Oh, you didn't finish it? Nah, I think there's two seasons. I'm on episode 12. I, I was watching hard and fast, but also taking pain meds and just sleeping a lot. But, uh, no, nah, it's really good. Uh, the art style will catch you off guard. It, like, feels... Like Studio Ghibli slash old school Disney. <laughs> and then it's like you can't decide if you like it or not. But like as things happen, you're like, I'm not mad at it. Uh, so he has a unique art style. Uh, it follows the tale of a prince named Boji who is blind and deaf. Yes, he's mm. blind and deaf. And his dad is like. Kratos type shit <laughs> like 10 foot gotcha. tall beast who's like ripping people's heads off like 
strong dude, uh, whatever. And I'm pretty sure the queen was 10 foot tall and whatever as well. But Boji is blind and deaf and he meets this like shadow <laughs> creature and the shadow at first is like, Hey bro, give me some money. I know you're a prince and Boji's blind and deaf and just like, what? He's like, why are you? And then he realizes and then the shadow realizes like, Oh, this kid is not okay. Whatever. And then, <laughs> They find a way to communicate. They become friends. They, he stops the whole, like, I'm going to scam you energy about himself. And then uh, it, the show kind of amplifies from being this whole, like, okay, Boji's under uh, underdog. You know, he's got this thing going on. like. But then you remember that uh, the world they live in is, like, highly magical. So, like, no, it's not just about Boji, like, getting bullied and finding a way to, like, get in better standings with people around him and like get respect like there's still like war going on there's still an issue of like people going missing and then it starts to build and then like you don't have a lot of time to just like do the whole oh I feel bad for Boji and then Boji don't feel bad for Boji the world's going on he still wants to help in any bad situation he can and kick ass him and his shadow friends start getting along better and dealing with certain things and and there's people trying to take the throne and it just keeps building. And then you still see Boji like getting trained to fight and like learn things and communicating people and like brushing off the rude people around him. And you learn the king is not so great. And nah, there's like people getting body snatched. Like there's a lot going on. And I don't know. It just it paces well. The art style is cool. It's really building up a, like a really cool looking fantasy world that is adult and scary because like people are like exploding inside armor and like Damn. it does dark stuff, but with a cute Disney look. And then Boji <laughs> is like cute and like blind and deaf and like, oh no, he's not blind and deaf. He's, he's got two, uh, two disabilities going on. And still just wants to learn how to do the thing that like the underdog prince who wasn't supposed to be great rises to greatness because he has an older brother. Yeah. And then like people were pushing to get that kid into, you know, higher power that even Boji was owed for certain reasons and whatever. And he still defies that to find his own way and yeah, yeah I don't know there's just a, a lot of good stuff going on like makes you feel good but it still lets the world be dark yeah while it doesn't look dark at all like, it's <laughs> one of the brightest shows I've ever seen like there's a lot of grass <laughs> and open field and like yeah it's not that show visually but it it goes there and it's like mostly dubbed too like, mm. I think it's all season one is dubbed and I like the voices so nice yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all got me. Ranking of Kings is certified. That shit is really good. We love a dub over here. <laughs> yeah, hmm. it don't take you long to decide you care about whatever Boji's going through. Like you watch half, half episode one and you be like, "Oh, what do we have here?" <laughs> you get like five and you're like, "Oh shit, what do we have here?" Like it's, <laughs> it, gets, it gets so intense. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Cool, cool, cool. Um. 
Yeah, man. I feel like uh, that's all I got for anime. Um, Breaking King is definitely on my list. I just, I don't know, man. I just feel like I haven't been able to watch shit lately. It sucks. <laughs> Demon Slayer got me into a better mood. Kogias turned into a hidden gem. Ranking of Kings was pleasurable. I, I stumbled <laughs> into a good path. I'll say that. Yeah, I, I, I stumbled into a good path. I'm, I'm feeling ready to just knock off more of these, more of these things on my list. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Nah, I am ready to uh, get into the games. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, I'm ready to talk some game shit too. So, let's, let's do it. it. So if you listen in this far, you're the only people that really kind of matter. But um, we eventually finna change out, unfortunately, all our music because we got to get to a bag and we don't think we can get to it with all this. Uh, all this Dua Lipa. <laughs> C- copyrighted, licensed music, unlicensed. All, so. the, all, <laughs> all this Kenny Mason's licensed music. Um, so our transitions will be changing. Our intro will be changing at some point. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's been a while. So I've been lying for like six, maybe even a year, six months to a year. But you know what the fuck I did this week? I bought fucking Iki Island. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. I've been thinking about that game. I want to platinum it. Um Yeah. Yeah, talk um, talk about it, man. Talk about it. Um I turned it on. I turned it on my PlayStation and uh I plugged it up. I set through all those damn downloads and you know even though my significant welcome, other doesn't welcome, brother. like anime, she does know I need the internet and she got this like extreme internet but I've never uploaded my updated my playstation this fast i'm like <laughs> god damn <laughs> like how much you pay for this shit like I, my shit's been unplugged since fucking <laughs> february <laughs> it was she, she got that blazing speed for you i was like it said 30 minutes and it was 30 minutes for apex <laughs> system update ghost i was like what Alright. Alright. <laughs> um Oh no, nah, the power was truly in your hands. That's amazing. Yeah. So um you know, you get like bonus content and stuff like that. I haven't really had a chance to really dive into the map and the extra shit, but I'm just letting y'all know that be on standby that's coming. But honestly, I do wanna kinda walk back a little bit of my maybe take something I just said about the Oculus. Um I think the Oculus is fucking dope. Like, so I've been playing uh, Population One, which is kind of like Apex. You know, it's a shooting game. You get a party, whatever, whatever. It kind of sucked because it's 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 a whole different mode of playing. 
And when mm-hmm. you ha- when you can literally look and see, you know where the enemy is, and you also get the joystick that helps you do like a, you have the joysticks and then give you like a quarter turn. Ah, okay, okay. So it quarter turns your entire body, and then mm. you can look around. So. Mm. I'm sure there's a YouTube video about better way of using the combination of that. But like, so I I might have like a pistol and then when I run out of bullets, I literally have to like push in the clip and then pull back the clip before I can shoot instead of pressing square. That's tight. And then like population one is a game where like, so you're basically like a flying squirrel with guns. So you get a party of like three to four. It depends on the mode. Cause they actually added more modes. But normal squads is like three people. Oh, you, you never know. played Fortnite. That's a better comparison, just because of the whole like. Yeah, no, it is your, a better comparison. Your, your, your I, I have squirrel analogy, the art style. Yeah, the, yeah, it's more like that. But um, no, 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 yeah, no, Fortnite is better because you do have like walls you can build, and um, you people don't get that crazy off of a building, and yeah, 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 yeah. um, so like. One of the things that is tough is like climbing walls because you literally got to climb, but you can't climb with your gun out. So it's like this whole thing. Um, and then which like, is how it should be. Yeah, if it's which gonna is give how me the, it should be. Yeah. If it's going to um, give me the VR version of this shit, you would have to <laughs> put some shit away and start climbing the ladder. <laughs> yeah. So like you can hang on to a building, though, and pull your gun out. That's tight. So, yeah, so I can't hold on to like a wall and be over somebody and still shoot at them. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I made a post. It's probably gonna drop in a couple of weeks because I scheduled it. But I, it was about population one. I said drive bys in the sky, because like, there's been times where I'm literally like flying and like shooting at niggas in the air or like shooting people down from the sky. So, um, that's cool. But they release this mode called deathmatch. And so mm-hmm. you get a team of, it might be six, mm-hmm. and it's the first two thirty kills, if I'm not mistaken. Were there long wait times, or would you say you would find matches pretty quickly now? So the wait times on squads was a bit annoying, but mm-hmm. the death match is where shit got interesting. Because you would get a queue of like, so 12 people, right? If it's six on six, right. uh-huh. y'all stay together. So it's almost like a party. And so you have a round. Oh, it's a squad like, of six. Like, like how COD like will keep you together as long as you're together. And yeah. Niggas rotate, then somebody will rotate. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then one round and then like the next round, you might be on a team with the person you were just fighting against. Yep. Yep. And then it put us on. Forgive me because, you know, I've been away from gaming for some years. So I missed a lot of this shit. So I'm like, okay, this is way better if I don't have friends on the Oculus because it's like, I can just one, shoot niggas for like 30 rounds of killing niggas and then mm. the lobby is like a couple of minutes and we back in the shit. Yeah. So if I'm going to give myself an hour to play, I'm not waiting in the lobby that long. And so that's dope. Um, and like, <laughs> you get these swords or like daggers but mm. like, there was a round where everybody was in the lobby. It was like, hey, fuck this. We're going to play swords. Like, Excalibur is what it's called. So then, like, mm-hmm. we didn't pull out our guns. And so niggas was, like, slicing niggas up. Like, sword fighting and shit. And, like, that was dope. And, of course, somebody pulled out a gun. So then niggas start like, throwing grenades and shit. 
<laughs> and it's like, hey, man, no guns, no guns. Like, don't shoot, don't shoot. So, like, you know, little shit like that. And then even with, like, having a sword fight, it was dope because, like, you can build walls. So, so you like, can hear all your teammates? Yes, but when you get to the times? lobby, you can hear all 12 people. Okay, okay. Yeah. So... It was still kind of dope because you could get, like, supplies and, like, build walls up. And so, like, we all agreed no guns and shit. But, like, so you fight the nigga with the swords and then he puts a wall and boxes you in. And, like, so it's it's still pretty, like, intense. And then, like, niggas <laughs> is, like, flying around, slicing niggas in the air. Like. Oh, my gosh. It was still pretty silly. Um, but uh, Does it look good to be in there? Like does it, it like like did it, it look okay being in that world? It's an adjustment from Apex. I think also shooting is a big adjustment. Is there vibration to the shooting? Yeah, like, do you feel there it in is, your hands. Yeah, but it's not as it's not as strong. And then I think for me the biggest thing was the sound design with the guns. The sound design didn't. It wasn't that great. Mm-mm. No, like like I had a shotgun and it didn't feel like a motherfucking Eva 8. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Didn't ha- it didn't have that, that hit to it. Even a Mozambique, it was like, you know, the Mozambique. It has some kick. Like, it has some stupid kick. And not only is it the sound design, but it's like the yeah. animations too. Like, are the animations good? Or do they all feel exactly the same? <sighs> like The anim, it's not. Or what is the view of your hands in a, a headset? How much of your hands do you see? In the VR you don't version. really see your hands that often. You see the gun. So more. you just hear it. How, yeah, how much of the like gun a, do you see? Just the rectic- like You see the, the whole rectic- gun. You see the okay. whole gun. But okay. like as far as your hands, like maybe you could if you were looking at them. Because like if mm. you look down, you can see your feet too. But okay. just okay. in a matter of gameplay, like you're not like you when you it's almost like walking. Like you when you walk, you don't look at your hands. Do you hear and feel every footstep? Yes. Yes, you do. Okay, okay. And that shit okay. gets nuts. Because you can kind of fuck yourself. Because I feel like in Apex, you can kind of... I feel like Apex might lend a little bit more directionally, but also don't have headphones in. Cause you and the that. character do, characters don't all have the same feet in Apex. You can tell mm. when it's a robot. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're you can right, tell right. when it's Gibraltar. You can tell yeah. when it's someone that's not Gibraltar. Like The human footsteps sound different because of their body weight. Then the robots right. sound different because of their leg types. Like, yep, 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 yep. I don't expect that type of. Yeah, you can hear Pathfinder. You know it's Pathfinder. Yeah, or you know Octane is on the yeah. fucking gas. I'm dead. Once you hear them legs, like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see, see you in the lobby, buddy. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, uh, this game is just humans and an early version of what is probably going to be a popular thing. Can you yeah. imagine Apex in six years has this option? Bro, it'd be nuts. Because this is the other thing. Oh, right, my bro. God. That would be incredible. So, like, feel like you're on that map? Sick. Come on. Because this is Come the thing. On. Um, I've played Apex in the hotel, and it's not the greatest. I don't know what your experience is. But, like, I'm just on Wi-Fi with my Oculus, and it's, like, I'm not lagging. Ooh, that is not even a question I had dialed up, but that is important. Is is it generally pretty smooth? 
to be yeah, online. Yeah, I haven't had any thing. problems. I'm, not, I'm never like, oh, let me try to get a better. I'm just like, yo, like I'm in a hotel. Boom. Like it's you are I, beyond selling me on this damn thing. <laughs> That's why I was like, I think you would fuck with it. Um, and then like I've never played too many stationary games, but like I mean, for you, you can say, hey, I'm not walking around. I'm stationary. Give mm-hmm. me a little p- perimeter. I'm sitting down and I'm playing this game. So I literally just want to play like shooters, like explorative games, and then horror too, a little yeah. bit like in group so, activities. Like get a spook. So I'm I'm gonna do. Uh, Although y'all Evil. are enjoying them fighting games and um, <laughs> the dancing games, so maybe uh, or the exercise type exercise. Yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. So yeah. No, there's a boxing game that's like it, you can tell it's kind of supposed to get you in shape. I'm gonna play one of those, but like I like to do them with like resistance bands and like get a little like I. So what I do when I'm trying to exercise, and I bought a um these like cloths. You wipe mm-hmm. the screen. I haven't tried them out yet because it was in storage, but you mm-hmm. wipe the screen with them, and then it's supposed to stop like the sweat from like oh, forming, good. like the perspiration or whatever. Um, but I'll go on a jog if I'm gonna exercise. I'm gonna go on a jog first. And then I get my resistance bands and I might do like Beat Saber or something. Um, my main dilemma is that the PSVR 2 got announced and it looks pretty sexy. And I know it's going to have some fire games. They already announced like a Horizon game that's on VR. That is, it seems yeah. like it's more explorative. I'm like, if I can play that game that you're talking about on PSVR, if most of these games are like multi-platform, yeah. And I can get PlayStation games. I'm gonna get the PlayStation VR when that motherfucker drops. Yeah, I wouldn't blame you. Um, I think the biggest issue may be like, yeah, like what you're saying, like it's multi-platform and them allowing PS4 games in. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending on where I can play the most stuff is where I'm gonna go. But I'm beyond sold on this dang thing. Yeah, because the Oculus isn't shy about letting you play other games, um, but. It's it's definitely cool. That's why I was like, man, pick well, that shit Oculus up. Well, because Oculus is it, it's more of a, a platform and a brand than it is like focused on that exclusive thing. I think they just want to do the VR thing very well, as far yeah. as I know. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. when you get on Facebook, yeah, I'm sure they want every Candy Crush and whatever else in the world to pop up on there. Uh, yeah. So my, like Minecraft when I'm on Facebook yeah. now. They're like, hey, invite Alex for $30 in Oculus credits. And I'm because I was like, oh, shit, wait, such a because I was like, she got an Oculus. And I'm like, oh, the no, pla- they're trying the to platforms get do get a cut of the sales, though, too. So yeah. it is. Yeah, it is important to. But um, I will still say, like, it does feel early, like you're not like missing anything. Mm-hmm. Um. If I come to Indiana, I'm going like I, I also like how portable it is. So I That's will huge. say yeah. if you can do the if the PSVR can be independent of the PlayStation, yes. Nah, it's at least one cord. We already seen that <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, shit. We we all confirm that there's at least <clears throat> at least one. Um but yeah, the fact that I think the last joint had like three though, and it had like a block <laughs> on it and just all kind of <laughs> shit. Yeah, so the I fact think it that might like be a better situation. I can charge this boy up with the same cord that I charge my phone up with. Put some double A's in the 
controllers if I need to and just go crazy and travel and I'm not really missing the apex itch. Yeah. That's major. Any yeah. any game that can slightly drag you away is major. It's important. It's so easy to get comfortable on there. Yeah, so I'm so uh, easy I'm, to get cozy. I'm I'm looking for different games that are similar in community. Like not necessarily like an elder ring, but something in that vein of like hey, we kind of building shoot? shit. Huh? Do you still want to shoot? Destiny 2 seems to have a really, really positive community mm. and a lot of content and guns and aliens and weird shit. Well, no, shit. I'm saying in the Oculus or VR space. Yeah, so I don't I necessarily it's, it's, need I to guess shoot. It's not as, I guess it's not as free as like y'all making your own modes and chatting. In the, I don't know about that much freedom. Yeah. But I would say community-wise and gameplay-wise is something, yeah. but... But uh, yeah, man, that's 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 it. Next week, I'll have some Iki Island talk and whatever. But yeah, the Oculus, it's uh, it's it's doing what it's supposed to do. I was I was skeptical. I think I do think that without this new game mode that they released, I kind of would be definitely off of population one because I was kind of disappointed. I'm like, this is some bullshit, like mm-hmm. because it's so confusing. It's, it's basically mm-hmm. arenas, right? Like, because mm-hmm. I'm not the greatest at Apex, but I'm like, all right, this gun works this way. Mm. This gun works this way. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I could just get my reps in. And so I'm like, all right, cool. I get how this digital thing works. And then you meet some people. I'm like, hey, yo, I've been trying to fucking manual reload. Like, how do I reload without having to fucking empty the clip? And I was like, oh, I just press the little joystick button. Bet. All right, cool. Boom. Mm. So, you know, you know, I'm in and out of game. So when I have yeah. time to get into it, I want to get into it. So, nah, I'm glad you're expanding your horizons more than I even thought you probably would at all. <laughs> this shit, like, yeah, you're you're finding a good way to experience things that we've experienced, like in high school or even in between or like yeah. after, as far as like the gaming community and like the genres and the the sound design and all that shit that has evolved and you're getting to experiencing experience it at the not end, but like way later and still capture things that we stuck to this hobby for all this time. Yeah. Because it was incredible those years and it's just getting better and getting crazier. Like this VR era is wild. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I definitely uh, will be a customer soon at the, uh, either the Oculus side or PSVR two, one of them's getting copped. But man, PSVR two, if that if them controllers got the same vibration that the controller does, I don't I, know. I, or I do you feel can like use the controller for some stuff. It's, and this is with no like evidence, but I do feel like it probably would be better. I would imagine it would be better, just because. I don't know. I it just feels... need there to be a library because it seemed like PSVR. <laughs> only had like five games that people ended up caring about in like seven years or however mm-hmm. long it was there <clears throat> and some of the games that people loved weren't even exclusives like Beat Saber is like the fucking game to play right but yeah. it's not a Playstation game so then that takes away that it was like Batman Beat Saber Resident Evil which was so late in the VR like it was like a handful of games and people were like yeah PSVR did that shit like so I'm like 
if I'm gonna invest in the next joint, like I need to, I need there to be like at least four games. Where I'm like, yeah, they did that shit, and then like two that are like, I want to show this to the f- people that come to my house. Like I need two <laughs> games that are worthwhile to share. At least four that are just for me to like vibe out and sweat to and get into. If yeah. PSVR can do that and let me play Population One and a few other things, they they did it. So they took away two wires, so they're they're in the right direction. <laughs> There's not as many things to hook up to play it. Like yeah. you don't need the PlayStation camera across from you and like all kind of crazy shit. So moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what do you got though? Man, uh, I guess this is a good time to gush over one of the greatest games of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I started playing Persona Five. Uh, it's oh, been sitting yeah. in my. <laughs> it, it's, it's been sitting in my like you know download, for, play later shits that you get with the PS Five. There's like a. For those who don't know, there's like a collection of twenty some games that you get on PS Five that are like games you should have played on the PlayStation Four, yeah, or, th- or three in some case. I don't know, but yeah. Four and three games you absolutely should have played. Oh yeah, <laughs> let that intro rock. Yeah, nah. <laughs> this is the first sound you hear when you turn on Persona Five. There's a black, white, and red anime <laughs> intro going on with this music, and it's like, ooh, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, the past thirty hours of me playing this game, I've been like, hey, hey. Still, the music. This is the best. <laughs> gaming soundtrack I've ever fucking heard in my life. Like, the music is consistently jazzy and moody and chill, but like this. Like, it's literally lounge music the entire game. Like, before battle, during battle, after battle, in the store, in the streets, there's some different type of vibey, jazzy shit playing. Like, and that sold me before I even knew what the hell the game wanted me to do or care about. I was like, this music (laughs) is really, really good. And low key, I just got off watching all these anime. I like looking at this. Yeah. I like this music. I like looking at this, and I like listening to this. And then the story starts to build. You're a high schooler, and there's a nasty ass uh, teacher slash coach who's creeping on girls and abusing the, yeah. uh, his volleyball players. And then you uncover it through not only the real world and being around him and like being around students and talking to your peers. But you also discover more about this nasty teacher through the Persona world. Uh, there's basically like a parallel universe is laying on top of our universe where their high school is not a high school, but to their nasty teacher, Kamoshida, it is a it's a castle. It's his palace. Yeah. He don't he domains over the grounds of the high school in his head. And that manifests itself into a palace. And so the main character who uh, goes, you know, his nickname is Joker. He basically has the ability to enter that persona world and he has no idea how or why, but he can get into that world. And since Kamoshida, the teacher, is a person who has ideas of themselves in their mind and it manifests into this other thing, you realize everybody, you know, has a persona. Like your energies and like what you feel about yourself and the world around you turns into something. So Joker was able to crossover into that world and so as you're figuring out how to handle being like orphaned with somebody you don't know and you gotta gain his trust and go to school and like fight people thinking you're a bad criminal 
and then cross over in the persona world and try to take down uh, a horrible person, you have to balance that throughout the game and then some. And it presents itself like with like a lot of great colors and action and relevant dialogue that doesn't feel like old and weird or like yeah not choosing the wrong context to translate to English too because the it's also it's also voice acted. Do you know <laughs> how many JRPGs I've played that are voice acted? Literally zero. Japanese role playing games. Um, yeah, I don't think I've played any that have. Like real lengthy voice acted lines. I don't think I've ever played any game that literally cuts to anime scenes and it transitions <laughs> smoothly and didn't feel weird. Like the game cuts to 3D animated cutscenes like a normal video game should, but then it also will tell you to sit down and watch this shit because we're going to play two minutes of an anime <laughs> carry the story on. And then go back to the game and then make you answer a question about how you feel about what the character just said. You can be flirty. You can be angry. You can be stagnant. And that's going to push the dialogue in one way. And then we're going to play another anime scene. (laughs) (laughs) Then we're going to make you get a part-time job to have currency to buy things that help you fight in the persona world. All while playing this fire-ass jazz music. And then you get into the persona world and you got to learn how to battle after you deal with the real world shit you got to get in there and learn how to fight so anybody that's familiar with pokemon you press fight you pick one based on the situation you've got it's a rock paper scissors if they've got fire and fire is weak to water hit them with water but and that's all i've ever known uh pokemon was like my comfort food japanese (laughs) role-playing game like some people say it's not a true rpg because it's so fucking easy and straightforward and like it just does it, it it's very forgiving and way to the point and you're not really a person in Pokemon like I know that sounds weird but like your character is more of a vehicle to battle Pokemon than they are somebody with like feelings and intentions and ideas and responsibilities Yeah, like you literally just move around and battle and so I know that sounds like shitting on Pokemon but like my experience has mostly been there as far as this genre goes so my mind is like exploding every time something new comes up that's like feels how something in 2022 should feel as far as like a game that like it's my turn then it's your turn then it's my yes. turn then it's yes, your yes, turn yes. then it's my turn then it's your turn i've been so like diluted by pokemon that i like didn't think that the process of your turn then my turn then your turn then my turn could not only not feel slow like but just be addicting like (laughs) there's so many different songs like placate like the fact that like it's still their turn my turn their turn my turn whatever but the battle system is so unique the where now that i'm like battling faster because i know what my options are i will start a battle with four people on my team and the four people we're fighting that will end cooler and quicker than battling one-on-one in pokemon sometimes like against a weak (laughs) enemy you can flow through that faster than the process of fight. Yes, yes, it was super effective. Yes, no, escape. You won this much money. Like in just like boring little dialogue boxes, there's nothing boring about Persona's presentation. <laughs> nothing, nothing is boring to look at. <laughs> um, so yeah, the average dialogue box is not like a regular rectangle. It's like jagged and black and white and like 
angled wrong. Like somebody dropped the sticker on the bad spot and didn't know how to, to peel the sticker off and put it in the right place. Like everything is asymmetric. Everything. Like nothing <laughs> in the menus is even or like straight up and down. Like everything just looks scattered, but it works because like nothing is boring to look at. It's not boring menus, but they're easy to navigate and get to. But back to the battling itself, your options are to use a melee weapon with your main character, like press X just to like literally stab your opponent, right? Yeah. Then another option is to press triangle to basically call out your persona or like this is where like the Pokemon aspect is. You can press triangle to activate the persona you have. But the cool thing about your character Joker is he has the ability to control more than one. But his friends all have one persona. Like everyone has one secret identity per se. But Joker has the ability to capture more personas as he goes along. So you press triangle, the immediate persona that you have is your like immediate buddy will be the attack you choose. Like you press triangle, press X again to confirm like the move you want for that persona. Boom. Like, but then if you realize I don't want the immediate one triangle, uh, L one to switch personas, you got the next one lightning. Cause the other the thing is weak to lightning. Like you can, press three things and you're going to see it all happen immediately and smoothly. Uh, and then you can press the up button to literally shoot niggas. Like you just, have, you just have the fucking strap. Like so you can walk in there. My first person I'm stabbing next person gun, pow, pow, pow. And then, all right, I'm done. Next one, lightning. Next one, switch personas, heal my first person. Like you can do all that so fluidly that I've never experienced that. And it all makes sense. And I just am like, whoa, this is, you can make turn-based games not boring and look cool. Like, I didn't know that was an option. Uh, And there's this really, really dope system where, like, you know, in Pokemon, you beat somebody up until they got, like, one little bar of health. You press five things. You throw a Pokeball out. You catch it. You wait till it turns and twists if it's caught or not, right? That's all the suspense you get. So Persona said, fuck that. We're going to do that, but like make it really fucking cool. Uh, so basically, let's say that you're fighting two enemies, right? And you hit one enough to make it dizzy and fall over. If you can hit the next one and make it dizzy and fall over and they're both on the ground dizzy, it starts a sequence called the hold up. And so basically your entire party will grab their guns or slingshots, whatever they got, this or arrows, whatever projectile they got, they will grab that, surround the, the fallen enemies and be like, hey, yo, we need money, an item, or you're going to have to join the team. Pick one. And like, <laughs> that is the coolest fucking thing I have ever seen. <laughs> like, it never gets old. Like, especially when you know you're about to do it, like that, I know the move that's going to make this next one fall. You can put, do a hold up against as many people as you can make fall down at the same time so it's like oh it's four of them what's up we need money and item or we need your power like (laughs) what's good (laughs) and then you can negotiate with them like some of them will be like i don't want to join you but i will give you an item thanks for sparing my fucking life like (laughs) and there's a fourth option you can literally just kill them anyway like if they're laying there like nah this game just does all that so fluidly and you still got to get a part-time job and care about like <laughs> raising your a plant in your room, cleaning the like the house and shit and everything you do in a time the time frame of a day matters cuz the time will pass and the next day will come 
and the timelines you have to take down the palaces, like I mentioned Kamoshida before, like I have five days to take down Kamoshida's palace. And I'm like kind of sweating because I got five days. I'm like, shit, I need to still go to work and go to school and study on the way to and from school. But we got to take this palace down, though. Like, (laughs) yeah, like the fact that I'm thinking about how I can use my day wisely in a game's world versus like the mindless, like, I don't know, Animal Crossing. Like, how can I use my day fully? Right across Tsushima. I'm going to shake the trees. I'm going to put the fruit in my pocket. I'm going to turn it in. Now I'm done. Like, that was my efficient day. Nah, Persona's <laughs> like, what is your efficient day? You going to study? You going to kick it? You going to buy this girl some uh, lip lipstick? Or you going to go to the palace and do some shit? Like, what are you about to do? <laughs> like, do it in 14 days while this jazz plays and nobody likes you in the school and you hearing them <laughs> talk. Uh, so before I, like, let this go on forever, the last thing I will say is, though, the first thing that got me to deal with the fact that the first 10 hours are very slow and boring and confusing is the fact that I've never felt like I'm in an anime world until this game because yeah. the dialogue is so yeah. good. I literally feel like I'm in that high school and I'm like, this is fucking dope. Like I felt like I've been in a lot of worlds before, but I've never felt like I'm in the shit that I watch like that. Like, yeah, nah, I, I felt like I'm part of this shit and I matter. Like, Pokemon is so bland. Like you might answer some yes or no things. They don't really affect nothing. And you don't have any ideas about much. You just be there and you just happen to bail niggas out from fighting against team rocket all the time. And everybody (laughs) thinks you're a fucking hero, but like you don't ever be like, man, I'm fucking exhausted. Like y'all got to up the pay for like me helping y'all. Like there's no conflict and Pokemon. It's probably getting better. Maybe because I haven't played Arceus yet, but they can build up a character that feels something. I mean, Legend of Zelda, Link don't feel nothing. He's just there. So that's <laughs> that's another thing. But no, nah, I feel like I am Joker. And like his thoughts about things matter. And he's got like charm aspects and proficiency. And like you can build a better Joker in so many ways. I'm like, this is fucking tight. Like I feel like I don't identify with Joker, but he exists. Like he has thoughts like I guess I get hung up on wanting just black characters for no reason or like the ability to make one for games that have lifeless uses of like but I feel like Joker's not lifeless so my worrying about identifying with him is not as much as like I feel like I'm still him in another way it matters so yeah uh, yeah. so being drawn into an anime world got me through the first 10 hours of like this is slow and I couldn't recommend this to somebody but what's going on like as a visual thing right now I'm digging it and then you learn how to battle and how to balance battling versus living the the life of a high schooler this game is top five already and I'm on the first boss top five like ever is the first boss the the volleyball Kamoshida yeah yeah okay yeah because I never finished that I never got past that I think I know I went to the castle at least once, maybe twice. So um, I'm glad me bringing it up fucking two years ago <laughs> has led you to kind of lean into it because I've I've seen it on, you know, the store and I'm like, nope, I can't still not at, not at the bandwidth capacity. But um, I've never had doubts that it was good, but it's just 
Because, you know, I was telling you I couldn't get through God of War, so. <laughs> yeah, we're going to figure out how to feed uh, Quan's needs here with the uh, with his <laughs> lengthier games. We're going to we're gonna find one that you just get hooked on. Because Cause you would call Ghost pretty short, right? Mid? It's a mid-sized game. Mid to long. It's, it's, no, you, you, you completed a 30 hours. is That's a long time. Yeah. Because there's classic games and decent games are like 20 or less hours, but Ghost is a cool 30, and you just purchased like 15 more of it. So it, it's really like a, a genre and art style thing that will pull you to, towards something. Yeah. And it did. It, Ghost worked. Um, but yeah, I'm just curious to find more things that like pull you in. Because this is literally the worst time to be playing Persona 5 for me. I'm, I don't have time for this. Like, it's literally a it's a, it's a it's a hundred plus hour game and you and i were joking like you know you didn't like persona 5 but i heard there's also a persona 5 royale and i think that might be a a shorter version of it that don't make you wait forever to get the shit and then i did like two seconds of research i was like you know what persona 5 royale is actually more persona 5 like there's actually more things to do with more people <laughs> And the equivalent of two months of like their timeline of like, yeah, there's like two months more of content and like more care. I was like, mm, okay, maybe I need Persona 5 Royale. Kwan needs to stay the fuck away from that one. <laughs> so. Yeah, I had Persona 5 Gold for a while, but I never really got got into that too deep. But Or Persona 3 or it, it was gold. That's all I remember. But um, this no. I think Persona 4 Golden. Yeah. is one of them um but there's also a fighting game uh, version of this there's a persona 5 like just like straight up fighting game just throwing hands that shit, yeah that shit might be decent i might have to check it out like after <laughs> i get to like know more people and stuff yeah um yeah if because i while joker i mean the anime kinda, aspects was so fire and dude. i i was ready to just watch the anime uh it's on either crunchyroll or hulu it's just like, so nice to look at yeah like, yeah because oh. when you start the game, you know, you're like swinging through shit. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, hell yeah, this is fire. And I'm like, all right, I guess I got to like wait for that. All right, cool. Shit, but see, as you learn how the fights go, there's a little bit more fluidity mm. because you know what you're doing. Like when you're at that phase of like, let's see, Persona, which Persona are we using today? Uh, okay, and then uh, gun. Uh, like, when you're not doing so much of that, like, I mean, you do a little bit as you fight new enemies to learn what they're weak to, but when you fight something again and you know how to take care of it, you're like, ah, 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 and then it, like, looks like they're fighting fast because you're doing it quickly. Yeah, you know what to do. Yeah, it feels, it has the fluidity, but, like, all you're rewarded with in Pokemon, which is unfortunate because of the style of monsters they are and what it's supposed to be, you should see Pikachu like looking like he's doing the Zenitsu shit before he hits somebody. That's what that shit should look like. But like literally, they like be scooting forward a little bit, or like the lightning will come, <laughs> but it will be have like you getting scoots. But Persona, my reward for like choosing a good move is better. And it's funny like the the sound of Pokemon is iconic when you get like a super effective. But like the feeling of cycling through the most ideal moves in Persona. And like he, because your reward for Pokemon super effective move is like that splashy noise. Like, it, I'm not gonna try to do it now. Y'all know that damn noise, but 
that splashy noise that when something's super effective versus persona your party is like getting hype they're like hey keep going hey you got yeah. it okay like they're talking to each other and hyping each other up and that feels so good compared to like that noise I've known since I was four that hit was super effective um also, I've played some Fire Emblem game guys, so I'm not gonna shit. Pokemon's just an easy example to get across here. Like I've played other <laughs> JRPGs, but damn, if y'all, <laughs> if y'all Persona fans can suggest shit that's similar to this, ooh, I'm there. Because I texted somebody like, you're not always in the mood for Sword and Shield, and I know a lot of yeah. JRPG is that we're knights and we're holy and we're gonna stop the oppression and there's swords and shields and shit. It's like okay, like. Presentation wise, that's why Pokemon is so fun to return to because it's like I'm a 12 year old with these monsters in my fucking pocket. Like, and this <laughs> world is colorful, and like we use these monsters like in our society. Like, there's something there that's beautiful and captivating and whatever. But your other option is usually swords and shields. It's like Pokemon, swords and shields, and then Persona. <laughs> and I'm gonna take Persona every fucking time. <laughs> this shit is hella cool. Uh, I also. I think uh, a mech JRPG could be fire too. And I probably sound like a fucking idiot because I'm sure they exist, but I need to find <laughs> the best one ASAP. I would, not be, I would not be mad about like balancing life and fighting robots and doing turn based. Yeah. I would not be mad about it. Cool. But yeah, that's that. I had to get that shit off, man. Persona 5 is one of the greatest <laughs> games I've ever fucking played. Wow. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh man, uh, you got anything else? Nah, I will. Uh, shit, Batman was the Batman was really fucking good. <laughs> Euphoria was really fucking good, and I'm not in love by Kelsey Lou is probably my favorite song off the Euphoria soundtrack. I put that in the notes. Those are my last words, man. Cool. Appreciate y'all for stopping in for the two hour pod. It was a uh, much needed. Uh, let us know if y'all like this. Uh, I I honestly enjoyed this shit. We haven't done this in a while, so um, we yeah. left a lot of edit points for you. But this was a fun episode. <laughs> yeah, for sure. This was um, great. But yeah, um, we'll be back in a week and a half, a week or two, whatever the math is. Peace. Oh, man, that shit was fun. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good-ass show.